So what you have in front of you is, is a, a piece from the B'nai Sashar. The truth is, we I've learned this, I think came out every year. Um, it's Kedai Dechazer again and again and again. It's on the month of Cheshvan, which I know we're almost done, but we still have time. And uh, the B'nai Sashar really uh, opens up like the, the Maila of this month. And we still have, like I said, we still have time till next Monday. Uh, for all the things that could happen in the month of Cheshvan to be revealed. So the truth is, like I said, I, I, I've, I've learned this a couple years ago, for sure. But I chazer over again and again and again each year, and it's Kedai. So you have in front of you, is the, this is all from the Bnei Sashar. I put it in my own order, but these are all the words of the Bnei Sashar on Cheshvan. No one talks about Cheshvan of the Bnei Sashar. The Bnei Sashar says like this, he starts off the piece with the following line. And anyone who's, uh, who's learned B'nai Esaschar, he starts off every month with like a, a Kabbalistic quotation. And that's why I used to get scared off. I, I, I remember Mr. Zalmanowitz, he has a Chavrusa for like, for a very, very long time. I'm not going to say how long because he'll listen to this and he'll tell me how long. But he has a Chavrusa with Tony Davidson. He's been learning B'nai Esaschar for a very long time. He actually was the one who bought me the set that I used today. As, as, uh, I think Tony Davidson bought it for me. Uh, you know, one of them bought it for me. Whoever it was. I don't remember. And... And I remember asking him, like, how do you learn this? It's Mamish Kabbalah. He's like, no, you got to get past the first paragraph. So he starts off Cheshvan with the following line. It's Mamish a Kabbalistic line, but if you start, like, looking at it, everything Mamish makes sense. He says like this, he quotes a Sefi Yitzira. Now, the Sefi Yitzira is attributed to Avram Avinu or Rav Akiva. Either way, it's pretty good. It's Avram Avinu Pashas. And Avram Avinu said the following about the month of Cheshvan. The following line. It will make no sense, but over time it'll make sense. Himlich ois nun bereach. Hashem coronated the letter nun with aroma. Kosher like keser, put a crown on it. Tsarfa and zebezeh combined it together. Tsar by akrav ba'olam, he hung the scorpion. That's the constellation of Cheshvan. Mar Cheshvan b'shan of adakin b'nefesh. And Cheshvan in the year is the intestines of the soul. Those are the words of the Sefer What does any of this mean? So let's start, let's go through each line, and you'll see. Himlich ois nun bereach. Hashem carnated the letter nun. So this, the Bnei Yisrael doesn't say Arab. I think this is partially what he means. The letter nun, what does the letter nun mean? So he writes in Maramakim number three, Yesh Lahaktim. the Bnei Yisrael begins his conversation on Cheshvan, the following phenomenon. We know that Cheshvan is the only month that has no, nothing, nothing, no Yom Tovim, no Tanesim, no nothing in it. So I saw, I saw someone sent a GIF in the beginning of, uh, right after the war, the beginning of Cheshvan, that maybe it has no month, it has no Yom Tov because it's plowed open for, for, for new Yom Tovim that are going to come. So there's some depth to that. So he starts off, before we get to the good part of Cheshvan, there's a historical phenomenon. He quotes Rav Menachem Mendel of Vitebsk. He says, he says, B'Shem Rav Menachem Mendel, the following. Einenu royes, we see with our own eyes, says B'nei Yisachar, Kol ha-gzeris ha-mishadshis al-soyni Yisrael, min ha-malchiyus, b'chenesinas ha-masev that if historically you were to look, the difficulties, the gzeris royes against Kalal Yisrael, and the taxes, all the negative decrees from the kingdoms, they're always in Cheshvan. They all start in Cheshvan. Historically, they always start in Cheshvan. So why is that? 
was I saw recently that uh, I think, if I'm not mistaken, you could check. I thought I did check, but I think Kristallnach was in Tesvav Cheshvin. Cheshvin is always a very, very difficult month for Klal Yisrael. So you'll say, because it's the one month that doesn't have Yom Tovim to protect us. But well, why is that? And what, what, what is so empty about Cheshvin? V'amr Hatam, and says the Menachem Mendel the following, the source of all the problems of Cheshvin is from the following phenomenon. We know that HaKadosh Baruch Hu had a kingdom, and that's the kingdom of David. But we know that something terrible happened, and that was there was a split. That the kingdom of David split away from the kingdom of Yisrael. That the Jewish people elected a new king called Yeravim ben Avot. And this was a, a terrible, terrible a sinna, a tremendous civil war that erupted. Yeravim ben Avot was terrible. He caused Avedizara and very, very terrible things. And that was really the downfall. The split between Malchus Beis David and Malchus Yisrael was the downfall of really of Klal Yisrael's history. Because Klal Yisrael was rejecting the kingdom of David. When did that happen? What month was Yeravim ben Nevat elected? When was he coronated as the new king, replacing the kingdom of David, David Melch Yisrael, Chavikayim. He was replaced in what month? Says the Gemara. The Pasuk says in Malachim, The eighth month, and if you count from Nisan, the eighth month is Cheshven. The Chodesh that comes from the Liboy, says Rashi, Liboy are the same letters as Bull, Beis Vav Lamid, and Bull is Cheshven. Bull is the month of Cheshven, as the Pasuk, uh, as we'll see in a moment. Why? Rashi says, Bull ze Mar Cheshven. Bull is Cheshven. Now, by the way, just Agav, if you want to know why the letters Beis Vav Lamid, if you look it up in Art Scroll in Chabad.org, they translate Bull as B-U-L. Bull. It doesn't have, it's the month of Cheshven. Why? So Rashi says, because Bull comes from a Lushan of Mivala, which means to decay, and the grass begins to decay during this month. But bull is Cheshvan. So the month that Asherboda Meliboy, which is bull, the month that Yerav ben Avot was elected, the new king of Klal Yisrael, was during Cheshvan. So says the Menachem Mendel, Al-Kain, Gezeris HaMalchius ben Because Mar was the month that we elected a new king, where we rejected the kingdom of David HaMelech, therefore that's the month where historically all the negative kingdoms have attacked Klal Yisrael and it's Midah Kenege Midah. You reject the kingdom of David, so Hashem says, fine. You don't want David HaMelech, you want a replacement, so I'll give you this, and I'll give you that, and he give you Germany, and he give you America, and he give you all these things. And that's why all the terrible decrees happened during the month of Cheshvan. See, he doesn't speak this out, but I think it's a David Pashat. The letter Nun is from Neuflin. It's a letter of Nefilah. It's the one letter that's not in Ashrei, because it, it's a falling. So the letter Nun, the month of Cheshvan, corresponds to the letter Nun, because there's a falling, there's a Nefilah. But what does he say? Himlich ois nun. That the letter nun is coronated. You see, the month of Cheshvin, and this is the main point, the month of Cheshvin, while it is the month that we rejected the kingdom of David, which by the way, not just is a terrible thing because to reject the kingdom that will last forever, and it not just is a rejection of HaKadosh Baruch Hu himself, but it's also a tremendous act of Sinas Yisrael, there's no greater lack of achdus. David HaMelech unites Klal Yisrael. And therefore to have, to ask for a separate kingdom is a split, a civil war, Mamish. That happened during the month of Cheshvan. But as we know, 
HaKadosh Baruch Hu has a wondrous way of doing things, and that is that the very thing that is your downfall is also the thing that lifts you up. Right? We know that Rochav right? she would lower men with a red string into her bedroom. But what, is, what does the Pasuk say? When they saved her and her family, the, sing, the sign that to save her was the very red string. And Rashi says, that's the thing that caused the downfall, and that will be the very source of her rebuilding. The month of Cheshvin is the month that we rejected David HaMelech, and it's, a, and it's a nefila, but himlich. But there's a kingdom of the month of Cheshvin. How so? And this is Marimakim number four. Says the Bnei Yisachar, a very, very amazing medrash. Not medrash, mefurish a medrash. Yudua b'medrash. The medrash says as follows. Hamishkin she'asem Moshe, that the Mishkan, Moshe Rabbeinu made a Mishkan, right? We know that HaKadosh Baruch Hu told him to make the Mishkan during Sukkot, right? Right after Yom Kippur, he comes down with the command to make the Mishkan. They started building it right away. When did they finish? Nishlem b'Kislev. It was finished in Kislev. But when did they open it up? When did they inaugurate the Mishkan? We know it was in Nisan. But says the Medrash, The Mishkan that Moshe Amedu built was finished in Kislev, but it was not inaugurated in Kislev. HaKadosh Baruch Hu said, wait till Nisan. Why? Because Nisan is the birth of Yitzchak Avinu. And Hashem said, I think it's good to open it with his birthday. Okay, for whatever reason, it's not for now. But says the Medrash, But the Medrash says the month of Kislev was embarrassed. Imagine you have the Mishkan finished in your month, and Hashem says, no, 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 not Kislev, you're not worthy, we have to wait for Nisan. So Kislev was very embarrassed. So says the Medrash, the Kislev went to Hashem and said, well, why? that's not fair. And Hashem said, don't worry. Hashem said, don't worry. I'm going to coronate a Beis HaMikdash in your month, in the month of Kislev, and that's Hanukkah. Hanukkah was a re-inauguration with the second Beis HaMikdash. So the Mishkan was finished in Kislev, but it was not inaugurated till Nisan, and Kislev was embarrassed, and Hashem said, don't worry. You'll get, you'll get Hanukkah. That's the second base of Mikdash. But then the Medrash continues. Skip the brackets. I'm sorry. And this is the Iker Bayesheni. Because that which they coronated during the Anshe Knesset Zagdaila, I die in Hoyu Avodim Amalchi Poras. Let's keep going. So the Mishkan is finished during Kislev. It's not inaugurated till Nisan. Kislev was embarrassed, and Hashem said, don't worry, you'll get the second Beis HaMikdash. The first Beis HaMikdash, Bona Shloyma, Melech builds. The first Beis HaMikdash, when was it done? Nishleim Bechoydish Zemar Cheshven. It was finished during the month of Cheshven. As the Pesach says, Yerach Bull. It was finished in the month of Bull. It was finished in the month of Cheshven. The first Beis HaMikdash was completed during the month of Cheshven. But when was it inaugurated? But says the Medrash, Bayes Rishon Shloim. Bu'alpi Rocha Koydish Lechin Chushloim Ad Yerach Eisanim Tishrei. The first Beis Hamikdash was finished during Cheshvin, but it was not inaugurated till ten months later, till the month of Tishrei. So says the Medrash, Cheshvin was embarrassed, and Cheshvin said, "That's not fair." The first Beis Hamikdash was done in my month. Why is it not inaugurated until Tishrei? So says the Medrash, Bayemar Cheshvin Mizbayish. To that, the Medrash says, Hashem said to the month of Cheshvan, don't worry, the Bayashlishi will be rebuilt in your month. So the first, the Mishkan was built, was coronated in 
Nisan, but it was built in Kislev. The first base Hamikdash was finished in Cheshvan, but it was not coronated till Tishrei. And the second base Hamikdash was coronated in Kislev. So the first base Hamikdash was finished in Cheshvan, but it wasn't inaugurated till ten months later. So the Medrash says that Cheshvan was embarrassed. It's not fair. So what Hashem say? Don't worry. The Bayeshlishi will be rebuilt in your month. Imke nira mevor By the way, that's. It's an empty month. It's not empty. It's it's waiting. It's 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 like a plot of land that is ready for a full base hamikdash to come down. So says the Bnei Yisachar. You see from this medrash that this month and we still have time. That's why I wanted to learn this. We still have time until Monday. Yeah, some mashiach can come always, but until Monday, there's time for the bayish lishi to come down. Which, by the way, the inauguration of all three bate mikdashes are in the first three months of the year. The first base hamikdash was inaugurated during Tishrei. The second base hamikdash with Hanukkah is Kislev, and the third base hamikdash is Cheshvan. Tishrei, Cheshvan, Kislev. The first three months. Now, by the way, who is the months? Who do they correspond to? We know that each month corresponds to a different shevet. Tishrei Cheshvan Kislev is Binyamin Menashen Afrayim, which is all Rochli Menu. Rochli Menu Akeres Abai is the Iker of the house of Yaakov Avinu. That's the first three months. So what do you see? It's Dafka during the month of Cheshvan, where Klal Yisrael had an afila that there was a letter Nun, that we were moirid, we rejected David HaMelech, but it's Dafka in that month that David HaMelech's kingdom will be rebuilt. The Mashiach will come and rebuild the Beis HaMikdash, Dafka, in this month, because the very falling will be the source of how it will be rebuilt. And therefore, he started off the Sefi Yitzira, Himlich Ois Nun, that the letter Nun, the Nefila, that this month represented a Nefila, a falling, that the kingdom of David split in this month, but Himlich, it will be recoronated in this month, when Mashiach comes and rebuilds the Bayesh Lishi. And he says in Aramakim number five, says the Bnei Yisrael, you see from this, therefore it's not a coincidence that Stavka in the month of Cheshvan, that the Klal Yisrael rejected and we sinned, that we said, that we don't want David and we don't want his house, Chalila. And there was a nefila, there was a letter known, there was neiflin. But therefore it's dafka in this month that it is himlich, that it's rebuilt, that it's a coronation. That this is the month that HaKadosh Baruch Hu will rebuild that kingdom with Mashiach Tzikeinu. And then all of a sudden David HaMelech's kingdom comes back. That's himlich ois nun. But what, how did Hashem coronate it? With Reyach, with Aroma. So when you learn the Sefer, when you learn a Sefer enough, you'll see this, Bez Hashem, with Rav Dov on uh, Monday. If you learn enough, uh, you know, Nesiva Shalom, you get patterns. They're patterns. B'nai Sascha has patterns too. It's harder because it's, it's a heck of. But one of the patterns of the B'nai Sascha is that he talks about Aroma. Aroma, Reyach. And just to summarize it very quickly, and that is, that we know that David HaMelech's kingdom, which is going to be rebuilt in this month of Cheshvan, through Mashiach Tzidkeinu, we know that Adam, Adam Rishon is Aleph Dalad Mem. He came back three times. Adam, David HaMelech, and Mashiach. Aleph Dalad Mem. Which means that the mistake of Adam Rishon began to be fixed by David and will be completed by Mashiach. Which means that this is the month that Mashiach Tzidkeinu fixes David and fixes Adam Rishon. 
One of the things, you see, obviously we're all trying to fix that mistake of Adam Rishon. But Yisachar says an amazing thing. He says this numerous times throughout his farm. It's like six or seven times. If you come, I've, I've mentioned it probably six or seven times as well. That when Adam Rishon sinned, the Pasuk described there's five senses, right? There's sight, hearing, smelling, touching, and, uh, and eating, right? That's, that's, that's those five, and smell, I'm sorry, those five. The Pasuk describes how the sin of Adam Rishon, it describes four out of the five senses being involved. He saw, he ate, he heard, he heard Ayeka, he heard Chava, and, uh, and he touched the tree. But there's no reference to the sense of smell being involved in the sin. So out of all the senses, that was the one that was not really nifkan, that was not really affected by the sin. Now it's affected just based on the fact, by proxy, the fact that it's connected to a body in a flawed world. But on its own, it's the only one that's as that's the closest to being what it used to be. He writes in Marmaka number 6, this is throughout his Svarim, but he, he, he describes it very succinctly. You do it, it's known, that the sin of Adamarishan, which will be fixed in this month by Mashiach Tzidkeinu, which is the Gilgal of Adamarishan, that other Marishan caused this great sin that deteriorated all of the world. And he brought death and cataclysmic changes. The Pasuk says about Mashiach a wondrous thing. The Gemara Sanhedrin describes this. The Pasuk says about Mashiach, and says the Gemara Sanhedrin, Mashiach Tzikeinu, when he comes, he'll be able to smell Yerushalayim. You could walk past him, you know, it's like a, it's like when, when I was younger, you thought guys like a student. We all used to have, we all used to have Harry Potter books. That was our whole class had Harry Potter books. We would read under our desk, and we thought we were so clever. And our Abayim knew. People, but you know, sometimes you get away with stuff. See, people can be fake, and people can get away with a lot of things. And then you feel like you find out the scandal, like, oh wow, I thought he was a chashavid, and turns out he was, a, but he fooled everybody. Mashiach Tzikeinu, the Gemara says, will be able to smell Yerushalayim. You walk past him, he'll be able to smell who fears heaven. So what does this mean, to smell Yerushalayim? Why is that the sense that Mashiach Tzikeinu was going to be very proficient? So says, Why is it that the sense of Mashiach Tzikeinu, that will be the strongest, will be the sense of aroma? Because the Pasuk describes how the sin of Adam Rishon involved four out of the five senses. Except for the sense of smell. Because that's the only one that is not explicitly written that was involved in the sin of the Beit Hadas. And therefore it's the one that was the least affected. It's still affected slightly just because it's on your face. And if your face is ruined, your sense of smell will also be ruined. But it's the most himmeldic, it's the most godlike out of all the senses. That's why he says that's why it's the most spiritual of other senses. He, uh, he, he writes in the footnotes over there, it's a very famous site of his, the Gemara in uh, Brachis, Asakasha. How do I know that you have to make a bracha on Bissamim? So the Gemara says, Kol HaNeshama Tahalal Ka. My Neshama will praise you. Ezu Davrish HaNeshama Nenizboi. What's the one thing that you consume that your soul enjoys, not your body? It's the sense of smell. That's a Gemara. So Benesha says Asakasha. He says, I don't understand. There's no source 
for a bracha on food. Right? It's derabona. Why is it that Chazal instituted a bracha on food? The Gemara says, because Chazal understood it's not right to go into God's house and take something without asking permission. It's a derabona. Is there a source, is there a pasuk that says that when you see a rainbow, you should make a bracha? No. Is there a source that when you see a mountain, you should make a bracha? No. Is there a source that when you hear thunder? No, it's all Chazal. It's what Chazal understood. Why is it that there's a pasuk to tell you that you have to make a bracha on Basam? Why is it the one thing you need a pasuk for? There's a bracha on all things. Chazal understood that if you benefit from this world, it's stealing without paying it back. Why would I need a pasuk? Call a neshama. So it says, B'nai Sasa, you have to understand. You see this water right over here, the Balatani describes this water as, as klipas noiga which means potential. It's not good, it's not bad. It has some good, it has some bad. And it just depends on what you do with it, right? Mitzvahs are good, Averis are bad. What is this? It's neutral. It's called klipas noiga. Klipa means uh, shell, evil. Noiga means a spark. It has both. Your objective in life is to make a bracha and to reveal the good in this water. That's not just true by water, that's true with everything. Brachas are necessary in order to reveal the godliness, and to be mivarer, to sift through the negative and to reveal the good. The Gemara asks a question, how do I know you have to make a bracha on Basamim is not how do I know you need to make a bracha. Maybe Basamim doesn't need a bracha. Because maybe the sense of smell is so perfect, it doesn't need refinement. You see, bracha, while it's a nice thing, it also means that there's bad and good in here, and it needs sifting. It needs spiritual cleaning. So the Gemara, when asked the question, how do I know you make a bracha on Bessamim, is not how do I know you need a source. It's maybe Bessamim doesn't need a bracha. Maybe it's, it's pure. It doesn't need refinement. To that, the Gemara says, no, it still needs it because it's affected by the body. But you see over here that of all the senses, the one that's the most connected to Mashiach, the one that's most connected to that world that was and the world that will be is the sense of smell. And he says over here, and that's why, by the way, we do Bessamim when Shabbos is about to end. Right? As Shabbos is over. Right when you're before you're going into this new week, this week was created by the sin of Adam Rishon. Right before a person goes into this difficult post-sin reality, that for 25 hours we get to sort of taste the world that was. So before you go into it, what do we do by Bissamim? Why do we do by Havdalah? We do Bissamim. Why? As it says in the Mishavura, to give you a little pick-me-up before you go. A little sad. Your neshama is a little sad. Needs a little pick-me-up. The answer is that the sense of smell is the most. It's the most, like, sustained. It's the most, you know, it's like a picture. It's like a fossil. It's like, it's the most crystallized of the world that was. And therefore, before you go into that week, you want just one last little hurrah, one last little taste of that perfect sense called the Chushareyach. But now you understand we're working through the Sefer Yitzira. The month of Cheshvan, which is the month that we rejected the kingdom of David. And that's why there's a lot of difficulties. And we've had a difficult month. This has not been an exception. This, this month has been a very, very difficult month for Klal Yisrael. But it's also the month that the Bayashlishi will be rebuilt. Therefore, it's Oisnun. It's a month of Nefila, but it's Himlich Oisnun. It's the month that Hashem will recoronate that month by bringing back Mashiach Tzidkeinu Bereach. And the sense of smell will be brought back to the world. But let's keep going. The Koshalai Kesar and the crown of Mashiach is placed. The Tsarfun And everyone is united again. The Tsar by Akrev Ba'ilam. And the scorpion is placed. Now, what's the Akrev? Akrev, Ayin Kuf Resh Beis, which means a scorpion, is also two words Iker Beis, Iker Bayis, the Iker house. 
that we're waiting for. Iker, the main letter bays, which is base, you have tough bias. The Iker bias that we're waiting for will be brought back. The scorpion, Akrev, is really Iker bias. Not the first base I make this, not the second base I make this, the Iker bias. He says in Maramakim number seven, Vitzar by Akrev Ba'olam, Hine Hamazel Shulchaydish Marchejvin, Akrev Iker bias. The Iker house, the main house. Remez says the Bnei Yisachar, Iker Bayis Hamakuva Yebchaydish Zachinucha that the main house that we're waiting for, the house of Bayis Shlishi, is going to be in this month. Then he continues further. Akriv Scorpion is also Gematria David Mashiach, because that's the month that David Mashiach will come back. Shebchaydish Marzev and Yatikun Ashepkomai Ein Lachelu Bnei David Yivakshu as Hashem as David Malkum. But now it says an amazing thing. You know, let's go to number nine, and then we'll come back to number eight. I, I, this is an amazing aside. And then I want to come to number eight, because I want to end with number eight, because eight, I think, is, is very important. Number nine, I mentioned that in Tanakh, the month of Mar that we still have a few days left, is called Bull, Bez Vav Lamed. And that's how it's translated, Bull, B-U-L. And Rashi says, what's Bull? It's Mivaleh, which means to decay. Because the, gra- the ra- grass begins to decay. The Bnei Yisachar says something amazing. Says Bnei Yisachar, Marmachim number 9. Nearly apiadvarim. Now that we know that the main concept of this month, that if someone asks you, what is Marchejan about? Instead of saying it's the month that has no Yom Tovim, it's the month that Bayeshlishi will be rebuilt. Because the month, the house that we're waiting for, the Akrev, the Iker bias is going to be in this month. This is known, uh, someone mentioned to me that uh, he feels like every shir that he's ever come to by me, I've mentioned this, you said. I, I guess it's a coincidence, but bias Rishon corresponds to Avram Avinu. The second Beis Hamidish corresponds to Yitzchak Avinu. And the third base Amikdash corresponds to Yaakov Avinu. Now I've mentioned this, and the Gemara says, the Gemara Mtsachim, that Avram Avinu described the Beis Amikdash as a har, a mountain, a mountain you can't live by, so it didn't last. Yitzchak, it says, Vayetze Yitzchak losuach basodim, this is Parsha. So he davened by the, by, by the Mokim Amikdash, and he called it Hasoda. Now a field you can live in a little bit longer than you can a mountain, but it's still not a house, it won't last either. But Yaakov Avinu, Tikin bias laad. Yaakov called the bias, the Beis Hamikdash, a house, and therefore it'll last forever. And I've mentioned this from the Maral that that was the very downfall of the Bate Mikdashes. Avram Avinu is Chesed, but the Beis Hamikdash, the first Beis Hamikdash, was a Chesed that spilled out. Yaakov Yitzchak is Gevura, and therefore it was Sinaschinim. They kept details of Allah, but they. Yaakov Avinu is Teferis, and I've mentioned many times, Yaakov Avinu is not its own thing. Yaakov Avinu is you have on the right side Chesed, you have the left side Gevura, and Yaakov Avinu is the ability to make like a triangle, to take a little bit of Chesed, a little bit of Gevura, and to find the perfect unity. That's why I've mentioned, the Nesiv Shalom talks about this, how Avram Avinu is always digging wells, Yitzchak is always digging wells, and Yaakov is uncovering wells. He's not digging anything of his own. He is just being Megala, that which Avram and Yitzchak created, he's just using it in the proper function, in the proper order. Yaakov Avinu is, takes the beginning, and he takes the end, and he takes the middle, and he makes it perfect. It's not, Tiferes is not, the Bayesh Lishi will not be a new thing. It'll take the best 
of the Bayes Rishon, the best of the Bayes Sheni, and make a, a combination of the two. So he says like this, this month we're going to have a Bayeshlishi correspond to Yaakov Avinu that he called it a house, be a kaim lad, and it'll last forever. What is Yaakov? Yaakov is Torah. Torah is the ability to know when to do what, right? Because, no, seriously, you have Avram, which is Chesed, Yaakov, Yitzchak, which is, which is Avoida, which is Tfilah. But sometimes chesed is good and sometimes it's not good. Sometimes davening is good, sometimes it's not good. How do you know when to do what? It's called halacha, yeah? You have to know when to daven shachas and daven mincha, when to do this, when to do that. That's Torah. That's Yaakovinus Teferis, the ability to take A and take B and take C and make it blend together. Kushtakoi. Yaakov is emes. Emes lasts forever. He says like this, Lefiza Tavin. So this month, we're going to be taking everything that's ever happened in the history of the world and put it together in a perfect blend. Everything in the history of the world is found in Torah. What's the first letter of the Torah? Bereshus. That's Beis. What's the last letter of the Torah? Yisrael, Lamed, Lamed. What's the middle letter of the Torah? Vav, of the letter Gachoin, Beis, Vav, Lamed, Bul. It's the month where the beginning Torah, the end of Torah, and the middle of Torah all comes together in their perfect unity. Nothing new. But the ability to take everything that's ever happened and to blend it together, it's the month of Bull. Beis Vav Lamed, which is the month of Marcheshven. We have Bereshis, you have Yisrael, and you have the Vav of Gachain, all coming together in a perfect blend. Bull. Now end, we'll end with this. Tsar Akrev Boilam says the Sefi Yitzira. And what is the month of Cheshven? It's the intestines of the soul. Dakin Sheben Nefesh. What does that mean? So you know what it means? I mentioned that during the month of Cheshvan, the Iker downfall of Cheshvan is that we rejected the kingdom of David, which was a terrible thing because it's rejecting our kingdom, our king. But more than that, it created a split and a chasm within Klal Yisrael, probably very similar to what we saw two months ago within Klal Yisrael, that you have the kingdom of David, you have the kingdom of Yisrael. The kingdom of David was connected to David HaMelech. The kingdom of Yisrael was connected to Yeruvim. And you had that within Eretz Yisrael, you had two different kingdoms. And they did, not get, they did not get along whatsoever. That there was the kingdom of David, the kingdom of Yisrael, and they were mamish fighting. But during the month of Cheshven, not only will Mashiach come and bring back the kingdom of David, there will be an achdos within Klal Yisrael, Davka during this month. And he says over here in Marmach number 8, one of the cataclysmic elements of the rejection of David was not just a rejection of our king, but it was that it was a civil war. Is that there was a sinaschinam amongst Klal Yisrael, a split. And therefore, during this month, which is metak in the kingdom of David, the main, the main catalyst to fix this will be Achtus of Klal Yisrael. Not just accepting David for what David represents, but just getting together a unity of Klal Yisrael. The part of the body that alludes to Achtus is the intestines. If there's any other body, it rests on each other. It rests on each other. If you take the intestines, you pull it out, it's one. But if you've ever seen the intestines, it rests on each other. But even from a halachic perspective, a very fascinating thing from halacha in Yeridaya. The halacha is that if an animal has a puncture in its lungs, it's, it's treif, you can't eat it. What if there's a puncture in the intestines? The halacha is it's kosher, why? 
because a puncture in one intestine is covered up and protected by the intestines above it. So let's say my middle finger, these are intestines, and there's a puncture in the middle finger over here. It's fine because the intestines above and the intestines below will squeeze it and protect it. The intestines cover up each other's flaws. The achdus of Kla Yisrael is symbolized by intestines because they're mesachid, they unite, and they protect each other and cover up for each other's flaws. So he says, Mogin al chaveroi. And therefore, this is the month where it's the intestines of the soul. It's where the souls of Klal Yisrael will be misached, will be uniting together. He also says an amazing thing that dak, which means intestines, is also wakimatria 104. What's the 104th mitzvah in the Rambam, Sefer HaMitzvahs? Ketiris. Ketiris is the incense, which is all about aroma, which is about Mashiach, but we also know that within the incense, there was the chelvena. The chelvena smelled bad, and it symbolizes those Jews that are deficient, that are not necessarily very observant, but what happens when they're part of Klai, they unite, and you can't have a Ketiris without the chelvena. So it symbolizes the achtus of Klai Yisrael, and that's the numerical value of 104 dak, because that's the intestines, they unite and protect this month is Himlechais Nun Bereach, Koshalai Kesev Ritzir from Zevazah, Tsar by Akrav Bailam, Marchejamishan of Adakim and Nefesh. And it's the intestines of the soul, because that will be the month where Klai Yisrael Mesachid together, where they unite together. And in that Schos HaKadosh Baruch, who brings back the kingdom of David, which unites Klai Yisrael. And ultimately, the Bayis Hashlishi will be rebuilt in this month, because once Klai Yisrael is Achdus, then there's nothing stopping it. We still have time. I'm going to talk about this on Shabbos a little bit, that it, it, it gets, people get um, less focused as time goes on. But the avoid is to be mechazik yourself, to remind yourself of where we were three weeks ago, and that mentality that we need, we need to continue. And Baruch Hashem, Klai still has achdus, and we need to continue still having achdus, because um, we might be tired, but nothing changed. Nothing changed at all. And that's something to remember, that uh, people like to move on. There's no moving on, and therefore, Klai Yisrael, the, the way to fix this was with Achdus, will be with Achdus. And in that schus, if you become the Dak in Sheben Nefesh, then it's Mogin al Chaveroi, it fixes the flaws of each other, and then it's in that schus, the animal will be kosher. No more trefus, animal will be kosher. Legamri, Biyaskal, Tzadik, Meher, Amen.